0: Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, you... Dave. Tell me how it it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming
1: he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained.
0: It's damaging, Dave. It's damaging disposal. It is. I it love, is. It. It is. love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. My name's Dave Baxter, your host tonight via Zoom with Madison Clark. How are you, mate?
1: Geez, yeah, Debel, I'm getting sick of being at home, to be honest. Uh, the, the, oh, we don't like to get political on this show, but the uh, Victorian government is similar to Nathan Buffley at the moment. They're just hanging on by a thread as far as I'm concerned. But that's <laughs> another another story, Debel. But uh, how
0: about the Swanies? Swanies on hey, the weekend, mate. Hey. They, went,
1: they
0: went very, very nicely, mate. Uh, a nice... I think we predicted a four-goal win again uh, last week. That's two weeks in a row. The boys have uh, – well sorry, week on, week off. That's how we work on this show, Mads. We um, – yep. you know, tips a good one week. Tips. If you're going to follow the
1: o'clock lock of the week, you'll, you'll want to be just going on every second week, just yeah. slipping down a pineapple. Exactly
0: it. right. Port got home for me last week. So that was very nice with the the lock of the week. Um but, yes, mate, the, the Swannies were pretty impressive on... Now,
1: just uh, before we get into the scintillating analysis, yes. just I, I thought the, the most important part of the evening was just shifting the Grenache hour, an hour forward, to 3.20, and we could just all, as you saw on the Insta, the faithful were very much involved.
0: It mate, We started don't...
1: a phenomenon.
0: Didn't the faithful just come to the party in regards to the Grenache hour, hour Mads? It
1: was good. It was good. We've started started a movement, people.
0: We have, mate. We have. um, Look, I wish I could say I I really joined in the Grenache hour, but I was really licking my wounds from Saturday night where I think I consumed two bottles of Grenache Madison. So I did not feel like a glass of uh, Grenache in the Grenache hour, but the boys definitely uh, came to the party, as we like to say on this pod, Mads. Um, phenomenal performances from Heaney. Phenomenal. I think he got the uh, the 10 coaches' votes with the uh, 22 touches. 14 marks, if you don't mind, Mads, and three snags with some scoreboard impact. And gee whiz, don't we love scoreboard impact?
1: Oh, uh, Debo, we just love scoreboard impact. Mate, um, the safest hands in the league, I would have thought. He is just incredible.
0: 100%. It's funny. I was just uh, watching, he had a bit of an interview on Fox Sports, literally 10 minutes before we've come on here, Mads. And that was sort of, is he the sort of Dusty Martin hybrid, you know, in making? Do you think he sort of makes a move into the midfield in a couple of years?
1: Surely. I mean, I think. To me, the only reason, as, as we know, De well, it's been bloody well documented. Mate. I've been calling for him to go into the midfield for years now. And I think the reason that, that we haven't pulled the trigger on that already is because we have been somewhat, in the last couple of years, impotent in, in the forward line, whether it's been Buddy's been injured or we just haven't had the cattle down there due to injuries. So he's, he's sort of been a mix, Mr. Fix-It type player operating around the ground wherever is required. He has spent some time in the midfield, but probably more up forward now is, is that sort of, you know, second sort of medium tall, um, which has been going so well. I mean, it's like Mills, you know. He was going so well in the back line that it makes it very hard to, to, to make the call and moving forward. But, I mean, frankly... At the moment, Debel, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. We have surplus midfielders at, at this point in time. I think we've got a really, really great emerging midfield. And I see no reason to, to move Heaney out, out from where he is at this point in time. 100%. But one day for sure.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with you, mate. We've sort of, we've got in my, for mine, Mads.
1: For yours, Debel.
0: We've got a surplus of dangerous forwards. We've got and geez, it's looked so good the last month, Mads. Uh, Buddy yeah. up and firing, Heaney up and firing, and we. This is the thing we we are. You can call us Mystic True Bloods at the moment because we have been predicting <laughs> this game from Isaac Heaney for the last month, mate. It's it's yes. been coming. The the tsunami. The it's tsunami. Absolutely, and you know you got Heaney in good form. You got Buddy in good form. And you've also got Paps coming to the party as well. He had a bit of a quiet first half there, but can't keep a good player down for too long, Mads. And he was really pivotal to us overrunning him there in the, in the last quarter.
1: Wholeheartedly agree. Um, You're so right. I think people don't, people don't rate us
0: Steve. and and they haven't rated us for a while. I, I, I don't even think they rate us when we're winning flags, to be honest, Mads.
1: Correct. But, we with the with the as we, we talk about surplus, you know, you've got you've got your James Robottoms, you've got your Chad Warners, you've got your O you've got you know, you've got Kennedy, you've got Parker. To, to me, it's just really exciting. And as long as we continually play four quarters of footy, I, I, I really think it's going to be a good decade or so for us blood supporters. I mean, Robottom was probably quiet, but still. Did what he needed to do, right? And yeah. um, and with Mills in there as well. 25
0: Mate, he's, he's just Mr. Consistent. He's rolling up every week and playing a really good game of footy. And that's it's very impressive for yes, he's you know, 23, 24 now. He's had his five or six pre pre-seasons. but to get your first real crack in the midfield and to go as well as he he has and once again, not being spoken about in any forms of media. If he, he was a, a player moving into the midfield for a Melbourne based side here, this would be getting a lot of air because he's playing some really, really good footy. The Rolls Royce. Yeah, the the Rolls Royce. He had
1: one more tackle than Luke Parker. But look at the guys he's got to learn from. Yeah. Right? He's got, that is, they had two sensational A grade. It had been A grade for a number of years, midfielders in Parker and Kennedy. It's just tailor-made for him to really take take the mantle off those, those two boys and and take it with both hands. Um, He, but as as we say, I mean, it's just taken this long because he was so good down back. So we've got a versatile group of players that, uh, that did it all on the weekend. And, um, Look, I think there were patches where we certainly let Carlton back into the game. But I never thought it was really in doubt, to be honest, Debs.
0: Yeah, it was a a game full of momentum changes. Sort of, we kicked the goal in the first, you know, 20, 30 seconds there with uh, Haywood hitting hitting the scoreboard, getting out in front of his player with some nice ball movement from the boys. But, you know, and then, you know, uh, the Blues kicked the next four after that. So, Look, it was looking a bit omni- om- ominous there for a little bit. And Carlton are a good footies footy, footy star. as as you sort of pointed out to me, they've got quality on every line. You know. they you know, they've got the probably the most dangerous forward in the game in McKay. And, you know, you've got Cripps and Wel- Walsh in there, and you know, they got Wiedering who played a really good game against us. We sort of played into his hand a little bit with our delivery. Wait,
1: Wiedering forward. was the was like a vortex.
0: Yeah, he, just, he,
1: he the standard.
0: It just absolutely attracted the footy on the weekend. He did, but um, it, it was really good that we were sort of able to stem the flow, sort of come into three quarter time, and then really show our class in that fourth quarter, really dominating as such. Um, it was really good, and it's just it, it was not a nice you know, even performance from the boys, uh, you know, Lloydy doing it off halfback. I thought his game was actually really good. He's uh, yes, he is an uncontested player and those sort of players always cop a little bit, but that's his job is to deliver the ball off that halfback line and sort of create our offence from the halfback. And he did that sensationally and probably does it as good as anyone in the competition, to be honest, Mads.
1: Yep, absolutely agree. Um, should we, should we, Speak about the the man in question that we haven't actually mentioned. The, the badois, I thought, yeah. was in really good touch.
0: Yeah, and it was one of those performances where... He just took every opportunity he had, and the delivery when Bud got it was sensational. And we didn't go to him too often. Obviously, we had Haney floating around taking the 14 grabs, which is just massive. So he's our real contested fo- focus. But I think that's how we've got to use Bud is sort of hit him up on that 50 arc. And generally, you know, Buddy's still getting the job done every week. I think most games he's played and you know, hasn't been injured. You know, he's been kicking multiple goals, which is what we need out of him, really.
1: And I mean, he took knocks as well, and uh, and seems to have pulled up just fine. Yeah, I was
0: so... surprised when I saw that knee. I was like, you know, yeah. there, there's a couple of weeks. It looked exactly the same as the sort of the tweak he got, um, you know, against the Giants that game. I was like, well, there goes a couple of weeks. But all things clear, he seems to sort of bounce off him pretty well. Um, So he should be up and about next week, which is always good. And I think that game, the Saints game for next week, has been locked in basically for Saturday afternoon up at the SCG. So they're going to flip that game. Um, I think we play the Saints again in round 21. So that is going to be played up in Sydney. And then um, obviously the return fixture back hopefully in Melbourne later on in the year, which is nice, man. Very good.
1: Uh, not a bad outcome, I wouldn't have thought, because I think we're just trying, starting to really hit our stride and and sort of learning again how to play the SCG, because I think we um, we lost our way there for a little bit. I want to bring it back to the fortress that it used to be, Debel.
0: Yeah, no, it seems like it's, we're, we're playing it the last three or four times up there. We've played it mm. pretty well, so um, it was a bit worrying up there sort of last year and maybe the year before. I reckon the, the record wasn't fantastic up there, but it is good to be playing some good football at the SCG.
1: Oh, 11 tackles for James Rowbottom. He's just a machine.
0: He is. He is. Um, well, what... what, what didn't do you- get a lot of it,
1: but if, if, you, if you're not going to be getting a lot of it and, and you're putting in the, that sort of defensive midfield mindset, that's good enough for me, Deeps.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I'm enjoying the game of Chad Warner at the moment, uh, Mads. It's it's a bit different to our other younger players, sort of coming up through the ranks. ranks It's a, it's a powerful game of footy. It's uh break the lines and knows when to go. And he sort of he doesn't try and do too much when he sort of when he does get that few steps, he generally does something pretty good with it. Um, like he, his finishing's been really good this year, and it's just a, he's a bit of a just a different player to what we've typically have the the closest comparison I could sort of think of is Zach Jones Zach Jones esque um, you, know, People, you took one
1: you took the name right out of my mouth I, I think he is he, he's definitely a perfect in my mind a perfect replacement for Zach Jones because if you can remember we did talk about losing that grunt uh, it, we knew Zach Jones wasn't a great kick, uh, but we loved him for the aggression and the grunt and the line breaking that he brought. He was quick um, and he was ferocious. I think Warner is is a, a, a I think he's 2.0, um, Zach Jones, uh, because he can actually kick. I think he's got a lot more skillful than Zach Jones.
0: Yeah, exactly yes. right, Yeah.
1: So I'm actually thrilled, um, and and he's going to have a long career with us. If, geez, actually thinking about that now, I reckon we got rid of him at the right time. Anyway, um, moving right along.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What are, what did you think of the game of Sam Wicks? We sort of had a a bit of a, a discussion in the group whilst in the game. Um, Sort of, he's nearly getting a Deebles blast if he uh, didn't kick that nice little snag. And I think it would have been a, a big difference in sort of how his game, you know, would have been portrayed if he didn't kick that goal on the weekend. But I, I know you, you like sort of the aggression he brings to the side and that little bit of mongrel, but um, he, he's been a bit average the last month for me. And I, I think he needs to step it up a peg.
1: I'm bullish on him. Yep. I uh, I think he's I think pace is good I think aggression's good um, I want to just have a look at his okay so one goal two had eleven disposals had four tackles you know I, I don't know I just don't know I'm I'm cognizant of the fact that he's that he's young and you go through peaks and troughs um, does he probably need a break I think he's had a couple of couple of games off um, I don't mind him. I didn't mind it. How that scoreboard impact.
0: Is. Yeah, We yeah. love a bit of scoreboard impact. We, we do. We absolutely love the scoreboard. Well, what, did,
1: what didn't you like about his game?
0: Oh, it's it's a pretty critical for like a small forward, but just sort of, yeah, they're always going to float in and out of the games, but it's just been a, a bit too inconsistent for me and just a, a few errors. I, I feel that's sort of, yeah, you can be quiet, but, you got to be doing something with it when you get it, and that's yep. probably what wasn't happening before he kicked that goal. That
1: had, um, I mean, he probably had a kick straight up. Probably would have had a similar game to Paplet. Exactly. Really. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, totally. So, uh, what do you what do you want? You want him gone?
0: No, no, not calling for his head yet. I think while you're still winning games of footy, um, you know they're the players that are sort of going to hang around, and he must be doing something right for you know. He, 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 how many years has he been on the list, Matt? How old is uh Sammy? I,
1: I will, I will check for you right now. He is twenty one years old.
0: Yeah, so you know three, three years in the system or so out of the academy. So yeah,
1: he debuted in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, so, you know... They, so is
1: his second year.
0: Yeah, they must be liking what he's doing because, it's uh, you know, he's held his position all year. So he, he must be, Surely. you know, getting the job done from a, a coach's perspective, which is always good. But one man I do think who is a step off AFL, AFL pace at the moment, um, and it, look, it could come with a bit of continuity um, with, you know, sp- stringing three, four, five games together is Dylan Stevens, just... Yeah. Not making an impact on games, Matt.
1: Well, well, that that's, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up next, Stable. I, I think you're, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And I think he's a guy that needs a bit of continuity
0: in his game, right? <gasps> proof of pudding is he's in the, the, the eating. eating. Oh, I have the not heard that last bit. Isn't... I really like that. That's good from you, mate. I really enjoyed Dibble, that.
1: you... You haven't heard that one. That
0: is not in the eating. A, you know, it's just a nice finishing touch, and it mate, it really resonates with me, mate. I really like that one.
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad I brought brought some uh, <laughs> something something interesting to your uh, to your lockdown 4.0 Deville. um it, The proof of them putting is in the eating. In that we will see how good he is if we give him a go. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I honestly think we the next two games we've got coming up. St Kilda and Hawthorne yep. right now if we are anywhere near what we think we are and what we say we are we will beat both these sides and beat them comfortably and that will be fantastic to give Dylan Stevens specifically Dylan Stevens just a little bit of a push a nudge if you will Dable, in the right direction.
0: Yeah, he, did. he really just did, does need a fair crack at it and, you know, mm-hmm. not to worry about his position for a few weeks because it's a big mental game. And especially with the position he's playing on a wing, it, it takes years and years to learn that position and, you know, where you are on the ground. And it, it, it takes a lot of footy now to be, become a really good wingman. Um, So, I, yeah, he just really needs a go and... Probably we haven't had a prolific wing player since sort of Lewis Jetta left. So, you know, he's sort of teaching himself, you know, learning on the go. It's, it's, it's knowing, obviously, with Seto with playing on a wing, it's just, um, you know, you, you hear about the structural things with a wing player and there's so much that goes into it. And it's, it's definitely one of the hardest positions to play on the ground.
1: Well, you've really got to inject yourself, yeah. right? It's up to you to go and get your own footy. You're not just involved. The ball's not just coming to you. And, um, yeah, you've got to hunt the footy. And, and that just comes with experience, right? And and you only get experience by playing games of footy, Debo.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm bullish on him. He's our highest draft pick in a very, very, very long time.
0: Yeah, exactly right, mate. So he says, yeah, he's like, he, you sort of compare him to a bit of, you know, Justin McInerney of last year, I feel. He was in and out and sort of, you know, for me, the, the question mark was out on him. But we've seen when he plays some consistent footy and, you know, gets a bit of confidence up, you know, kicking those, you know, few good clutch goals that he has this year and his finishing has been really good. Once you sort of get a little bit of confidence, you know, your game just starts to come together. And that's what's generally happened with our uh, young players in a, in the Swan side this year.
1: Well, James, this this gentleman that I'm about to talk about isn't young. He's 27 years old, and he's the most underrated player in the competition. There, I said it, it's, <laughs> no, Not in the competition. Not in the competition. But I speak, of course, of Harry Cunningham.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Who had an absolute blinder on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, most people wouldn't know who's who, what his name is. Yep. Uh, but he he had twenty-seven of the best with four tackles and ten marks. Um, for, for a guy, guy playing in that position. You you can't really get a better game than that.
0: Yeah, he's been unsung hero of the last month, Mads. He's um his last month of foot he's been really good and he's been around. He would have played 150 games now, I reckon, but you sort of, we're good at producing these players. You know, it's a bit Nick Smith-esque um, in the way Harry Cunningham goes about his work. Um, real workmen like but GZE yeah, is really, really good on the weekend and definitely happy with um, Harry Cunningham's form. That's for sure. Yeah, he
1: just keeps getting it done, doesn't he? Without any fanfare whatsoever.
0: Um, what do you think of Caden Brand deeds? Mate, I was actually uh, said to one of our mates who's a, a fellow Swanee supporter. I was very happy with how he went on the weekend, actually. I, I, I thought he was like, okay. Thought he was okay, serviceable, but um, a good fringe player who's good for our depth. Because, you know, not too many, you know, big body, you know, centre-half backs are, you know, going to dominate games of footy. But he definitely slotted into the side pretty well, I thought.
1: Do you get the feeling that we're missing a big body defender? hundred
0: percent, mate. And I was going to mention this and I'll mention it now. And it's not being spoken about, but mid-season draft is tomorrow, right? And there's no talk of, you know, a a centre-half back being picked up. And, I, you know, or just a a defender in general. Like, we, we have got that, you know, Will Gould back in the twos, but they clear. It's clearly an attitude thing, as we sort of spoke about, you know, four or five weeks ago on the pod. Mats. Um, it's an attitude thing with Will Gould. There's no doubt about it, and that's the reason he's not playing. And he's the sort of player we're missing. Um, as but you know, I think
1: but I think we need a bit of height as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's really to take the the big gorilla up forward. Like Harry McKay kicks straight on the weekend. He kicks six, and you know it's a, it's a lot tighter game. Okay. Yep. Well, lucky his kicking was off but it's sort of it's not the first time ramp didn't really go to him in all fairness it was more tommy McCartan, um but he towered over tommy McCartan. i don't know if you saw that size difference um but yeah look you're right we're probably we're just we're we're a reg grundy short we are in all seriousness we just need one guy who's going to put his hand up and Say yeah, I, I want this position. I suppose
1: because may, maybe it can be Caden Brand, but I, I just don't know if Caden Brand's the answer. Like I thought it was great and all, but you know, like, geez, yeah, it's it's tough. I think that's the probably the only position that we that we're like, yeah, I, if I was going to put some thought in, I mean, to be honest, people, I not even looked at who's available in the. In the mid-season draft, but geez, that's the only position I'd be going after. I would have thought.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if we will use a pick, mate. Um, but yeah, that's a, I, I. I totally agree. We're one defender short, um, and yeah, that's where up up the it's where we look a bit shaky. But the the back six did a really good job on the weekend, sort of absorbing that pressure in that you know the. The front end of that first quarter and the front end of the second quarter, um, we were all sort of a bit slow out of the blocks in both quarters. They absorbed a lot. Um, and, you know, they eventually did get opened up a little bit, but we, we fought back really well. And I think it it just shows our structures are pretty good when you're not conceding, you know, a big score um, for the year. You know, the, the amount of sort of quality entries they had too. They were um, very good in that the first half of those quarters
1: yeah i thought our defence all all around was was really great the way they handled it because they did pepper it um yeah you're right with quality quality entries as well so you know I, look I, I again if we're going to if we what we say we are we should be beating these sides and we did which is yeah. great And we beat them convincingly by 22 points it was over you know halfway through the final quarter and and that's that's what i thought was great it's like okay we're maturing here And we're knowing when the game's in the balance, like it was, you know, a couple of points in it at three-quarter time, and we just went to another level. And that's what you want. That's all you want.
0: It was impressive. Like That's probably what we haven't seen much this year is sort of rocking up at the right time, Um, and that's what we got on the weekend. So,
1: And that's the difference between being in a rebuild and just having a young a young team that has a lot of upside now yeah that's that's where you sort of know we're we're not rebuilding we're here where we can play finals football and be damaging in finals football I I honestly believe that and I think it's games like that that show you that uh, that, that that it's possible
0: hundred percent mate but Swannies walk away twenty two point win four points in the bank seven and four sitting sixth on the ladder, and it's uh, looking pretty good if we win that Frio game, which I think it may come to haunt us uh, for, you know, what could have been this year. uh, Look, that's a bit of a prediction, but, yeah, um, we should be right moving forward. may come to haunt us
1: in, in what regard? Top four or top eight, you reckon?
0: Potentially top four, sort of the way things are shaping up with you know, West Coast not being there, thereabouts, Um, like a side like Geelong, very beatable. You saw their game against Collingwood on the weekend.
1: Just that was, are you saying that was a football game?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. That was a shocker. But yeah, that's what I'm getting at. We're very competitive with these sides. And if you, if you're not being a Frio, who's probably maybe 12 months behind us, um, you know, in, in that window as such, it, but yeah, it just had, had a real stink about it last week's game. I agree. Yeah. Well, mate, that's been pretty comprehensive. I uh, hope the quality has been pretty good for the, the True Bloods faithful. We're uh, really hustling from our, our lockdown studio via, via Zoom here, Mads. But that wraps up the first segment, and we'll be back right after this. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Dable? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Dable. You know what I don't like, Mads? What do you not like, Dable? I hate how no one talks about it. Ah, oh, doesn't it? Just kill you. It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there. And please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads?
1: Speaking words of wisdom. Up, up the, the Swannies. Swannies.
0: Welcome back to True Bloods. Geez, this is weird over Zoom, ads, but aren't we just getting it done for the faithful, just so they get their Sydney Swans good footy content fix?
1: Good footy content. Now, table, I I hate to harp on, keep harping on about this, but I honestly think the Grenache Hour is a thing, and I think I I am almost if if this. If this Zoom stuff goes well and lockdown ends, I reckon there is potential, there is slight potential for a bonus half an hour episode of just, let's face it, shit talking on a Sunday, I reckon, D. well I haven't discussed this with you previously, but I honestly think that if we can operate at a high enough level to just get on and just talk a bit of shit while we watch the footy on a Sunday, that could be quite enjoyable.
0: Absolutely, Mads, and I really like how you've taken the Grenache Hour by the scruff of its bloody neck, mate. And you've you've really taken it on, and you've made it your own, mate. It's I've given you the grape of choice, which is the Grenache, and <laughs> you've taken it with uh, two hands, mate. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it,
1: mate. On the on the back of that, I just want to whack Melbourne Football Club. Um, received it. I've received. <laughs> I received a photo today, but, and this is from their official Instagram. It's got a photo of Christian Petrarca, right? No, no doubt he has come of age this year. He uh, may even win the Brown But they did a little comment on uh, on the on the bloody on the Instagram, right, saying touting him, deeble. As the best player in the league, number five, tracker that goat emoji.
0: Ooh.
1: Fair income, Deeble.
0: A, it's a little bit rich, isn't it?
1: It's a bit much, Deeble. I, I, I saw that and I thought, I, you know, I can cop that from the debrief. I, I could cop that, uh, us saying that about Isaac Heaney from the official Melbourne Instagram. That's fucked for mine, Deebs.
0: Absolutely, Matt. I wholeheartedly agree, and I'm I'm loving that whack of the week. Or um, it's you know, hard
1: to it's hard to do the whack of the week over Zoom. It is. Um,
0: yeah, we do really feed off each other. It's um. It, but it's, seriously, vibe, yeah, yeah. It's it's absolutely what that's a load of crap. Please, it, when when uh, Petrarca wins three Norm Smith medals and that type of thing, then you can maybe put him in the same category as uh, Dusty. But please don't give me fucking goat emojis, Mads. Please. Please.
1: (laughs) They're shocking. Um, Now, people. Yes, We turn our attention to to this strange old round of football um, where we will be no longer playing St Kilda in Melbourne. We will be playing them in Sydney due to COVID, which is okay, 1.45 on a Saturday. We love that time slot. It was the time slot you and I ventured to the SCG. Perhaps some people might go to the Shakespeare Hotel prior to the game, Debel. Thoughts?
0: Absolutely. I think you're, you're dumb if you don't. Um, the nostalgic vibes of that hotel and the, the beer was ice cold and tasted lovely, so it is a great pre-game venue for my Mads.
1: For yours, table Now we should uh, we should really beat the snot out this not uh, this this mob. I would have thought, Deble, Um If if as we discussed in our previous segment, if we are a team worth our salt and want to be playing finals football, this should be a percentage booster. Yeah,
0: look, if we, I think we can play. Four consistent quarters of footy mads, which we have been asking for for a long time. And I can't say we get it every week, but we are so get definitely getting closer um, to that four-quarter, you know, vibe of a team that week in, week out, get it done. Um, if we can sort of bring that sort of performance to this St Kilda side, I think they will just crumble um, under the pressure that we can put on them, mate. Um Look, you, you've got some players in there, sort of. I think a tag goes to Brad Crouch. Uh, he has been pretty good the last month of footy. You, you'd be averaging over 25 touches a week. Uh, and he's been a real driver in, in that engine room as such for the Saints. And with not um, big performances coming out of that midfield, uh, I think it can really go a long way to us win the game.
1: Who tags him? Are you thinking George?
0: George, where well, did George go last week? I can't remember seeing his, his name in there, but I think it could be more of a, a Chad Warner setup. Um, although George could go with him as well, but I think it'd be a good one where Warner could really because Crouch really knows how to find the ball, he was a prolific. Ball winner over in Adelaide. And he, I think he's going to take Chad Warner to good spots too. So I think there could be a good learning uh, venture there. for the.
1: Jeez, he- the Hewitt's game on the weekend wasn't much chop. He's yeah. been a bit off this week, uh, this year, Dave.
0: Yeah, look, he's only had one or two good weeks. Uh, there's no doubt. The consistency sort of hasn't been there in his game, Mads, but... It there's a new dad.
1: He's a new dad, I think, so that affects everybody differently.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could be, uh, you know, playing a role in his game. But we, we've said it once and we'll say it again on this pod, George is best when he's given a role. He, he, he's not a, a classy, high-end talent, but he can get a job done and win his own ball as well. So that's where his position wise in this side for my meds.
1: Yours, Deedle. Um, who do you want to come to the party? Who do you want to
0: invite? Jeez, I'd love it. There is
1: a party on the hill, Deedle. <laughs> yeah. Who's coming?
0: Who's coming? Whew. Is it Wixie? Nah, he doesn't deserve one of them yet. You've got to earn your stripes to get one of them. Uh, it's... Oh, I don't know. It's We've been relatively consistent on that. Wixie would be the closest one to, you know, sending out an invitation. Uh, But, you know, a big performance out of Paps would be nice. Like, yes, he was very good for, you know, half a quarter there and he shows how explosive and dangerous he can be. But Tommy Papley, there's a party on the hill. Would you like to come mate? It would be a, a big four-quarter performance from Tommy Papley. You know, that's 20 touches, four goals, you know, and just a, a little bit more consistency in in the four quarters of footy would be nice.
1: You know what I wouldn't mind as well? Is is Zach Jones playing at the moment?
0: No, nah, he's done a, a quality tendon. Okay, Yeah.
1: So as if, if Papley could put in a four-quarter performance and then perhaps treat Zach Jones the way he treated Tom Mitchell that that uh, that game against Hawthorne last year that that would have come a long way to uh, to doing some good. That, good that would have
0: would That would have been right up your alley, Mads. You would have loved. Oh that. yes,
1: yes, yeah, so I would have. Um, Hayden McLean was quiet last week. It was and um, this is
0: what I forgot to bring it up in the first segment. But go on with what you were going to say.
1: Well, I just uh, I I think theoretically the way our forward line should work is it should I feel it should be an even spread and an even contribution from Heaney um, hetie mcLean and and Buddy with with sort of Papley and and Wixie and such chipping in. Um, you ideally want that because that that shows the unpredictability um, of, of where you're going to go moving forward. Um, perhaps you know they're still just working that out and we've got to remember Hayden's pretty new to the new to the, the, the senior football. Uh, life, but um, I still think he he did he did some decent things. Took just just as long as his clunking marks and and you know kicking kicking one or two, I'm I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah, and it's fair to say you have put the the genuine moz on Hayden McLean's kicking after riding home that he had not missed a goal for the year. And I think since then Mads kicked two goals, five in total since you uh came out with those words. So I hope you I, are. I,
1: I, I feel so bad about that because I <laughs> genuinely think I genuinely
0: think it's my fault. It is. No, um, I'm, I'm putting the onus on you. There's no doubt.
1: That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I'll cop that. Uh, I'm, but, I'm, I might actually slide into his DMs and say sorry.
0: Yeah, an apology is probably in order. But with yep. the one thing I would say is with Hickey out on the side on the weekend, and McLean actually being used as a backup back. Up Ruckman, that sort of keeps his spot. But if Hickey comes back into the side, when does Logan McDonald come back?
1: I say again, this would be a good time to bring him back. But I mean, you're not you're not going to drop Hayden McLean. You I honestly think the next time Logan McDonald comes back. Is when Buddy is injured, and Buddy will be injured. Yeah, or Had hey, McLean has a couple of lean weeks.
0: Yeah, look, I, yeah.
1: I'm actually, I'm going to tip, it won't be before the bye. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think McLean's body of work for the before the weekend, the the previous month, that body of work sort of earned you a, a few credits in the bank. Uh, I think you're probably right there, but I will say you don't. He's definitely better used in the second ruck role as well. Hickey's gonna need a chop out, which he hasn't really gotten, obviously a week before with Blakey going into the ruck. Uh, it, that's not on. And yeah, McLean needs to be used in that second uh, ruck roll. There's no doubt.
1: Absolutely agree. And he's and he's good there. And he can move it and he's mobile. He's very mobile for a big man. Yeah. Did I hear... Sorry, this might be off topic. I've heard rumours of an a Smith injury.
0: Yeah, I, I did see those rumours floating around, but I don't think so. I think it, you would know. I, I don't think Surely.
1: so. Surely. Yeah. I think Horse had a presser today. Surely he mentions that,
0: right? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. But I think the Ruck jewel on the weekend against Paddy Ryder, and typically... History says that Ryder seems to get the better of us. He he normally shows up and plays a pretty good game of footy. His his ruck work is very good. He moves around the ground well and typically, you know, pushes forward and hits that scoreboard, which is always dangerous. So it'd be all signs point to Tom Hickey coming back into the side this week, which will be really good and really important. But that rucking jewel to, you know, at least break – even in a 50-50 there, is really important to us uh, winning this game. Critical. Yeah.
1: Critical, devil critical. Yeah, he a, um, yeah, a good player. It'll actually be interesting to see. Uh, they, they're pretty bullish on buddy playing, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought... I'd...
1: Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, he's it
0: looked... Really ominous. Omi- ominous? Is that the right word? Ominous. Ominous, ominous stable. There you go. Ominous. Go. Both in the
1: pudding is in the eating table.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I thought as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, there's a couple of weeks, bone bruising again. But he bounced back really well and was moving around well at the end of the game. Didn't go off at all. And, uh, you know, moving around Bondi very nicely at the beach. All the boys were down there. So it's good to see Buddy stringing a few games together.
1: It is, it's fantastic, and he's he's moving ever closer to that 1,000-goal that mark, which is looking more and more likely, which is going to be fantastic. Debo,
0: a tip? A tip for me, Mads. I think we, we get the better of the Saints this weekend. I really do. And, I I've been. we played some really, really good footy against Frio the week before, two weeks ago. It was just that one quarter that let us down. Besides that, you know, we've won by you know we win by three or four goals if we play four quarters so <laughs> i'm very happy with the way we're playing at the moment and that last quarter against the blues was very impressive so i think we're building really really nicely and i predict us to win by six goals on the weekend
1: yeah dave i want i want us to win by by 40 40 plus ideally
0: <laughs> yeah that's sort I just of just want it to happen Especially with the Saints' form and you know North kicking five goals to one against them in the last quarter, that doesn't say much about how you're going as a footy side. So, hopefully, we can get it done.
1: Agreed, agreed, Debs. We should get it done. We need to get it done, Devil. I just, I just love to to not have to be concerned watching a game. I'd love to just, I'd love for it to be over at halftime, ideally, Devil. I That's think we, I think we, we earned it.
0: I enjoy when games are over at halftime. A lot of people want these competitive games of footy and that type of thing, but I'd rather win by 10 goals every week, personally.
1: I want want all my neutral games to be competitive. I want it to go down to the last kick in the last second. I want every single Sydney Swans game to be over at quarter time and for us to be runaway winners. I don't enjoy watching these games, people. It's not fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's horrible. It's ne- I haven't enjoyed watching it for ten bloody years, people. That's why you know you and I have these therapy sessions to to bloody get over it. It's bez- it's absolutely berserk, Dave. No. Um, but yeah, so look, I, I think if if we're worth our salt, we belt them. Um, but there's a very disjointed uh, round of footy to come up to. A lot of yeah, changes but, to venues.
0: Yeah, COVID just wreaking havoc on the on the AFL. That's for sure. But hopefully, we get all nine games away and Swanies get it done at the G. I think I don't think it's been confirmed uh, as of yet, but all signs point to that game being at the SCG on Saturday, uh, which will. I be think more. it actually
1: is confirmed now.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. All right, we'll move into. Some tips of uh, the round 12 games then, Mads. What do you think?
1: Melbourne and Brisbane. I believe that is now
0: being played at Giants Stadium. Giants Stadium. Interesting, yes. once again. Um,
1: that's a good That's game of the round for mine, Bevel.
0: It is, absolutely. Brisbane's probably the, the most in-form team in the competition, you'd have to say. They've, I think they've won their last seven their last seven, so they are definitely going well. And
1: especially after having a really, really, really inconsistent and, and pretty downright average start of the year.
0: Absolutely. And how was uh buddy Mitch Robinson's form on the weekend? Absolutely. Oh, I
1: love Mitch Robinson.
0: Just a little bit of little bit of mongrel factor once again.
1: He's my kind of he's my kind of man, Debs.
0: He is, he is. But I think the D still might get that done.
1: Yeah. See, I I kind of think venue plays such a part in that game. And now that it's neutral, I just don't know who's going to win.
0: Yeah. Really even.
1: Really even. Really even. I'm going to say Brisbane.
0: Yeah, there you go. I'm going to
1: say Brisbane. Um, Collingwood. (laughs) Have you heard of a bigger basket case of a football club than Collingwood in
0: 2021? Yeah, jeez. Pies and O'Keefe.
1: They are are legitimately a bigger basket case than North Melbourne.
0: Yeah, pretty comparable. Uh, Well, they sort of flipped the switch a little bit in that last quarter and, you know, closed the gap to 10 points, I think it was. But, yeah, still not for mine. And And the Crows are still going pretty well, so I'll tip the Crows there, mate.
1: Uh, yeah, so why? Cedo loving his work so far this year, Dave.
0: Uh, he's going really well, really well.
1: And loving the Texan as well. Loving that renaissance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The Tex is in form and he's an entertaining player, that's for sure.
1: Now, Deves, there are only three more games left this round. I didn't realise that there were buys.
0: A few buys, yes, absolutely.
1: Um, Essendon and Richmond.
0: Essendon, rich man, Don's, geez, what a win over there in uh, WA. That was some. A sport. famous victory. Absolutely, and it, am I reading this right? That game is actually going to be played over in Perth. Is that right?
1: Looks that way.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Could change. Interesting. Dibble, that,
1: that win is culture defining. You can build a football club around that win.
0: Absolutely. I was absolutely filthy with it. As I've mentioned with, on this pod before, I do have that bet with my mate from the Dons uh, who uh, we have a, a dinner and drinks on the line and with them only sitting two games befo- behind us, just sitting outside the eight, I wasn't too really happy with West Coast folding like they did. But it, uh, it's encouraging signs for the Dons, no doubt. But I think Richmond may get the job done over there, maybe build yes. a form.
1: Um, Now, speaking of West Coast folding, I'm going to tip in this game that West Coast will lose. It is Carlton versus West Coast. Now, it's saying it's at the MCG. Don't know about that. Yep. But if it's anywhere away from Perth, I think Carlton will win.
0: Yeah, they're pretty good against us. Uh, West Coast, you know, haven't been their powerful self like they have been over in WA. Um, this year and away from home, definitely no good. So I tend to agree with you, mate, and I'll, I'll tip the Blues as well. Bang. Uh, now,
1: the last game of the round, which would be in the, uh, the Grenache Hour game.
0: The Grenache Hour
1: game. Uh, yes, but it, it don't, doesn't look like it would be terribly pretty. Fremantle versus Western Bulldogs. Now, it, it actually may be at Optus Stadium. In fact, it is. So that actually might play into Freo's hands a bit more. But I think the Western Bulldogs will win this game.
0: Yeah, look, uh, the Doggies have dropped a couple of games to the higher sides, um, higher sides on the ladder. But I think the Doggies do go, do get the job done. Over in Perth, potentially against Frio and I think the, the bigger ground over there at Office Stadium will suit their style of footy and they'll win pretty comprehensively. Bloody yeah. oath,
1: Deble. You know what else has been comprehensive? What's that? This podcast.
0: Mate, it's been very comprehensive. Obviously, no social engagement this week. We uh, had we a, hate that, Debel. We hate that. We really don't enjoy that. And look, we might even need some viewer some viewer suggestions on some good questions to engage the faithful, mats because... We do sort of have to put our minds together sometimes and with the working week, it, it can get sort of a bit narrow for time to get that question. So please get those, uh, what you think we should discuss on the, the social question, the social engagement. Clicking through on the how about?
1: How about we do this? How about we, I'll, I'll post a story on the Insta Yeah. after this and, and I'll, I'll request for people to come in. Just bring their questions into the DMs, and we'll uh, we'll just wade through them um, and find find the the, the best and, and most engaging ones, and we will uh, we will ask that next week. How about that, devil
0: Absolutely, mate. And then we can. Have- so this is
1: production on the run, Deeb. This is this is the sort of organic type of environment that we operate within here.
0: Absolutely, Mads. So we're we're just absolute hustlers here at True Bloods, Mads. We're just getting it done for the faithful. <laughs> And we hope you'll appreciate it, Faithful, because this is a brand new world to us, getting this pod done <laughs> on the uh, on the airwaves as we sit here looking at each other on the screen, Mads. So we love it.
1: It's so good. It's so it's so good, Debo. We don't want to make a habit out of it, but we've gotten it done. And as always, Dable speaking words of wisdom.
0: Up the swanies. the
1: swanies.